Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to learn how to live their truth, get rich, and make a massive difference in the world. I'm your host, Adam Forrest, co-founder at Change Creator and co-creator of the Captivate Method. Each week, we talk to experts about leadership, digital marketing, and sales strategies that you can implement in your business and life to go big. Visit us at changecreator.com forward slash go big to grab awesome resources that will help drive your business forward. What's going on, everybody? Adam Force here. Hope you all are doing well. Um, so we have some exciting topics to discuss today. We're going to be talking about why you need to stop thinking like a marketer. And I know that sounds totally counterproductive, but this, <laughs> this is a fun conversation that Amy and I uh, wanted to have and kind of share. We're kicking off a Facebook Live series this week. So if, if you're catching this live during uh, the release here on the 21st or this week, um, just go to our Facebook page and our Facebook group. You're going to catch every day at 12 uh, p.m. noon EST. We will going will be going live. Can't talk today. Um, and we're doing a series about sales and marketing for social good leaders. All right. And we're calling it the mid-year boost because it's been a crazy first half a year. And if you're having uh, some struggles, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff that will help you with the second half of year to make sure that you boost your business so you can hit your goals and get where you need to go. Uh, so tune into the those Facebook lives, you can catch them as we do them every day this week at 12 noon EST. Um, this conversation that Amy and I are having is, as I mentioned, about stop to stop thinking like a marketer. And we're going to get into a number of different topics and tell a couple stories around this that I think you'll find really helpful. It's like a perspective shift. And if you missed the last episode, it was with uh, John McDonald. Uh, we talked about um, optimizing your existing website traffic so that you can get more, you know, sales, buyers, and things like that out of it. So you know, we don't want to just keep paying for a paying advertising and getting one-offs and things like that we want to for all the people we bring in we want to get as much out of it as possible so we had that conversation um all right guys i'm gonna let i'm just gonna get right into this conversation today so let's uh, talk about why you need to stop thinking like a marketer in order to uh grow your business okay show me the heat i know you're gonna dig this what's up everybody we are so excited to be here right now because if you if you have caught us over the weekend or since late last week, we have been mentioning that we're doing our mid-year boost and this is going to be the first session for that mid-year boost because it's been a little bit chaotic the first half of the year. You know, we have a lot going on. You guys may have felt a few punches in the business world, but hey, this is no reason for us to not be successful in growing our businesses. So we wanted to use this week, every day this week, to do a conversation at the same time, 12 EST, to kind of ramp you up and get you pumped with information and insights that will help you for the second half of the year. So you can be the, the guru sales and marketing person you need to be as a social good leader. So now if you're catching the replay, uh, just a reminder, we would love for you to let us know and just put replay in the uh, comments. And of course, guys, if you have questions, put the questions in the comments. Be part of the conversation. I know you're not on here live, like talking with us, but if you're listening and you have questions or comments, fire them up in there. We will get back to you um, and answer those, and we'll take it from there. So today, Amy, what are we talking about? I'm going to pass it over to you to kind of tee us up on the topic and such. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, today, this is really exciting because I think um, when I think of a mid-year boost, 
I mean, 2020 has been quite a year, as we all know. But like you said, it's no excuse for us not to keep growing our business because we need to boost our sales. We need to boost our marketing. We need to boost our the money that's coming into our businesses so that we can help more people. And that's why we're here. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to cover... Um, you, you forgot the topic. <laughs> you're gonna stop thinking like a marketer, so you can have better marketing, dude. Yeah, stop thinking like a marketer. Today. All right, so stop thinking like a marketer. Why? And you might be what like, do "What do you mean, stop thinking like a marketer? I need marketing for my business." Duh. <laughs> um, you know. So let me explain this a little bit because we're gonna cover a key, couple key things around the tech and the things that Amy outlined, and you'll see in the description. Um, but let me just kind of, I want to share a story real quick that will help demonstrate this. So I had a, um, just recently in April, we had a newborn baby, little Jackson. All right. He's three, he's just a few months old now. Um, and so my wife and I, we live in this amazing condo. We're so lucky and grateful uh, here in Miami. We're on the only little island in Miami and we have unobstructed uh, ocean views. My balcony is like an outdoor living room. It's insane. And so <laughs> love, love being here. But ever since we had this little man, we need a little more space. <laughs> okay. And yeah. so we decided that, we, we, well, that we've been together for over 10 years married and we decided, hey, we are going to buy our first house and we're going to go into a nice little neighborhood by the bay and all this stuff. And so now we have to get rid of this condo and we don't own the condo. We're renting. And yes, that is costing a fortune to be here, um, but it was well worth every penny. That's for sure. So, you know, as we're going through all this, guess what? We're, we're buying a house. We're selling, we're getting this condo passed over to new tenants. We had the baby, we had COVID, we had, we had the Black Lives Matter movement, like everything is piling up. And so it's been pretty stressful. So as people were coming in here, we had to keep cleaning up the house, get people to, to show the house to. And so the owner and the real estate agents, they're all kind of like trying to get this done because we are out of here at the end of next week. We're moving. That's it. Yeah. We're out of here. And so they need someone to fill our space. All right. So we had these couple come in and we have many couples come in, right? And so I would always try to talk to them if they had questions, whatever, I'd share insights. But the the one day this couple came in, they had a baby, they're about our age um, and they're going through the house and they had some questions and stuff. And I started like, really brain dumping I'm like oh my god you got to know this about the building oh you got to know this about the staff oh this restaurant over here and i'm going i'm going i'm i'm like doing all this stuff and finally they left and they were here probably the longest compared to anybody because we really connected they're a really cool couple and they were very um kind of in line with who we were they had a baby that was also born in april she was carrying it on her chest wow that's what are the, what's the odds of that right yeah. and, <laughs> and so you know um so when they left my wife is like what are you doing <laughs> i'm like what do you mean what am i doing and so she's like why are you selling this condo so hard she's like you don't own this condo who gives a shit about it okay and so i was like confused for a second i was like yeah you're right i was like honestly i'm not selling the condo i just i genuinely love this place i love where we are i don't really want to leave i'm doing it because i love my my new son and we want to get a new opportunity where we have this neighborhood and stuff and so i sat there and this is a perfect example of when we are think of selling and marketing you take the marketing hat off stop thinking about marketing and think about what you love why you do what you do if you are in line with who 
you truly are and something that you're passionate about, you're not selling, you're not marketing, you're truly and genuinely just sharing information because you want someone else to get the same benefits that you've had, mm -hmm. right? This is when marketing and sales becomes a beautiful thing. Um, and this is when you can truly help people get something special out of it because you're not approaching it with just a money mindset. When you do that, we call it money breath. People know you have money breath and it never works. And you might get some wins here and there, but there's nothing better than waking up and being super excited about what you have to offer because you love your clients. You love your customers. Yeah. You want to help transform their lives. You want to make the world a better place. So this is what we do. And that was a great example of me not even realizing it and my wife calling me out. Okay. Yeah, but don't leave us hanging. Did they, uh, did they ended up, uh, renting out the condo the very next day i was supposed okay. to have another uh group of people come in and um i they didn't show up so i reached out to the real estate agent and said i guess there are no show she goes oh forgot to tell you the couple yesterday made an offer and i said hey how much of that commission do i get i was selling pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um hello so I don't, I don't get any commission, but I get the satisfaction <laughs> knowing that another couple who has a young baby is going to get this beautiful space that I know they are going to just adore. Okay. So that's what makes me happy, right? right. It it's so not the sale. I'm not going after a sale. I'm going after someone's happiness. I'm going after helping them. Okay. Makes yeah. a very, very big difference in our perspective and the results that we ultimately get. So that's why we say, stop thinking like a marketer. All right. Oh, that's really, yeah, that's so true. And that's why in part of this discussion that we want to talk about today is like when you need to ditch the tech and when you need to like embrace the tech. And we've seen a lot of people come to us and they feel like they're one tech solution away, one, you know, one tactic away from their marketing really exploding. And like Adam says, they kind of put on this, what they think is this marketing hat. And yeah. for some reason it has to do with tech and tactics. Like we'll hear a lot of marketing gurus out there talking about the next tactic and a next a system or a tactic or something that's just gonna save them from the marketing. And especially for social good leaders and people that have put a lot of passion into their business, like, like Adam sharing that apartment, I mean, he really loved this condo. It was, and he loved the people and he could, he could see them there. It wasn't, it was completely genuine and we really love our business. So I don't, sometimes I wonder why we seem to want to put on this marketing hat and think about tech and tactics and we forget all of the things that make us special. Now, Amy, let, me just say this, let me just say based on that, is the tech part of your business? Of course, you're going yeah. to need some technology. Do you need it to make sales and get going if you're in the early stages? Not at all. You don't even need a website, okay? Um, and I can I can stand behind that 100%. Now, the tech yeah. comes in handy as we're trying to grow and do different things like that. So, yes, the tech can feel overwhelming, but that's why we have mentors and groups and 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 people yeah. that you lean on they walk you through it you don't have to be overwhelmed with those things that's like the easy part honestly it is it's it's, it's how we're using it and what's actually filling that tech what's filling it up of information and things like that 
because if you have that wrong as a marketer, like if I was saying the wrong things to the wrong people, when I tried to sell that condo, apparently I was selling that condo, um, you know, it wouldn't have connected with them and it wouldn't have worked. All the tech and angles I played in order to schmooze them wouldn't have mattered. So this, it comes down to really what's, what's what you're putting into the machine. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a really important point. And I've had in my career as a digital marketer and storyteller and communicator, I've helped a lot of people like improve their funnels. And the first thing um, I know a lot of people look at is like, did you set this up right? Did this set, set up right? The first thing I like to look at is like the messaging, is the stories that people are telling. Are they really connecting and do they know who they're serving? Yeah. So one of the things we wanna talk about today is like how to attract the right people and and how to see like are you really attracting the people that are going to buy from you that you can help yeah um because you could have had you could have done like 10 showings of your condo and they might not have been the right people they <laughs> might have been people that you know you just you couldn't see it. and as soon as these people came in add so many things in common with you you could see them in the apartment yeah. And I feel like that's how it is with our businesses and with our solutions too. I meet people, um, I talk to entrepreneurs all the way, all like all the time that are really, really perfect fits for what we do in the Captivate Method. Yeah. I also talk to a lot of entrepreneurs that aren't ready yet. And I say to them, I don't think you're ready yet. I don't think this is for you. Like right. it, you have to really know like if you're attracting the right people. And I can tell you from experience here at Change Creator, you can get a lot of attention from the wrong people. You can get Absolutely. a lot of attention. You can get a lot of attention. Uh, I'll give you an example. So back in the early days, um, we had one of our co uh, contributors, one of our writers that contributed for us, had this huge audience um, in, um, I wanna say, I forget the country, but it had a huge audience, very different. They were, they wanted to become yeah. writers, right, Adam? They wanted to become writers. And he had a huge audience and we asked if he could share um, one of our lead magnets of the time for the magazine with him. And guess what? We got a lot of people on our list that day. Over a thousand, like, maybe 15. Over a thousand. It was like for a couple Just of days. One, like, yeah. A couple of thousand one day. And as we were talking to these people and as we reached out to these people that came on our list, we realized like this is not a good fit. They didn't really have businesses. They were freelancers. They yeah. were like amazing people and they loved what we were doing, but they weren't a fit for what, like what we were selling. And it was a really good lesson. It's like a lot of people focus on traffic and on getting tons of traffic and getting tons of eyeballs, which is great if you have the right message. I mean, yeah, the right it, message. Really, it really is. It's really true. Like, Amy, we, everybody, a lot of times people skip that messaging part and they, or you don't really know what it means to get to how to find that message right that clarity and mm -hmm. you know i say the word clarity a lot because it's important throughout every step of the business this yeah. clarity and it's amazing because amy and i will still get clarity today on things that we are already sharp on and we'll be like whoa fresh perspective, like even more clarity. And you'll notice as you go from five figures to six figures, seven figures, like there's constant stages of clarity as you mature as an entrepreneur. And it makes a big difference. And your point about the wrong people is well taken. Even some of the people that came in to, to continue my condo sales story, you know, they did come in and deep, some people didn't ask as many questions. They looked around, they're in and out quick and it mm -hmm. didn't inspire a conversation where I was really like pushing hard. It was this particular couple that came in 
they were asking questions. They were, and they were the right fit, you know, and now all of a sudden I'm selling hard to these guys without even realizing it. It's just because yeah. I loved it. And I wanted to see their family find this place and get all the great benefits and have a, a wonderful, you know, experience here. So the, it, it, it's so, it's like, as you get further, further along, it's like you realize these things and, and you can simplify the overwhelm of your business so much. Right. You're so right. That clarity is so important. And one yeah. of the things that I've really realized is that clarity of self. We spend a lot of time working on clarity of self in the Captivate Method for one reason. And 2020 has been a crazy year. Yeah. And this is, I mean, this is what happens in businesses. I mean, I sent out an email yesterday and I talked about the changes that that we have to endure. And yeah. one of the changes that we have found that's so important is how you grow and you change. Like Adam said, we still become clearer to our messaging, to what we're doing, to our offer every day, because we're still working on our clarity of self. And yeah. this is a mindset, and a lot of people want to skip over this. But I can tell you who doesn't skip over this step. Seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs. This <laughs> is all they do. This is what they focus on. The yeah. Especially the social impact leaders out there. Like, Could you imagine, Adam, if like Blake Mikoski didn't tell a story, didn't have clarity of himself, I mean, he still works on that. I see, I'm on his Instagram feed all the time and he still journals. He still looks at himself. He still looks oh, at the world. Yeah. He is still on diary. Yes. Yep. Oh, so, and maybe I got something in the mail about his new business. Like, I guess we're on his list because, you know, if you guys don't know, we interviewed Blake. We did a really great like video interview. You could check that stuff out. Tons of good info there. Um, and he sent this thing in the mail to me. It was a whole package about a new business he was starting and in a powerful story behind the whole thing wow. and all these little trinkets. And I'm like, all I could think is, damn, it must be nice to have the money to send this out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but cool. my point is though that yes, everything was wrapped in the right stories. Um, and it was pretty, pretty impressive stuff, but yeah. So, you know, so Amy, why do some, so many digital market goes broke? I think we kind of started hitting that it is because of this, lack of clarity when it comes to the message or, or let me say, and, <laughs> and this desperation of trying to sell where you're going after the money, which yes, we all want to get rich. I want to get yeah. rich. I want to be rich in money. I want to be rich in my freedom and my joy and everything in life. Right. But when it comes to money, we, if we're doing what I did with the condo and we're selling from a, a place in our heart without even realizing we're selling, it's just that we want someone else to get these great benefits we're offering. That is the selling that works. And you're not even thinking like a marketer or you have the, oh my God, I got to pay my rent. I'm panicked. I'm nervous. And I got to make, how do I make a quick thousand this month? How do I make a quick 5,000 yeah. this month? And then all of a sudden you've got money breath and it doesn't matter if it comes out of your mouth verbally or not, the nonverbal gestures from body oh, language, so facial expressions, it reeks. <laughs> I can tell you from experience. I mean, we just bought a brand new Jeep and I can tell you, we went to a couple of places and the first person like kind of reeked of money breath. I mean, it was like, I mean, I know, I understand it's been through COVID. He's got bills to pay. He wants to sell us this Jeep. And I can tell you one thing, like we were like 80% of the way there when we went in to see these Jeeps. Yeah. We were like, we're getting a Jeep. No one's talking us out of it. We want a Jeep. <laughs> and so this should have been an easy sell. Like a lot of you have people in your audience that are like that, like, like me and my husband getting this Jeep. They want what you have. But yeah. we put up these barriers because of 
like Adam says, money breath, or we're thinking about the bottom line, or the end of the month comes and we have to get our quotas in or our sales goals in. And that's like, that turns everybody off. I it's also just in general, the wrong perspective. Like the, what Ingrid the describes there yeah. are perspectives. Sometimes they're perspectives that are created from the stimulus of stress, right? You yeah. need to go. So that stress creates that perspective that you have. So we have to start orienting ourselves and say, where am I right now? Like, why am I feeling these ways? Well, how do I overcome that? Because we really, it right, I mean, it comes down to that perspective of how we are approaching these situations that's going to make all the difference. And, you know, we'll keep reiterating the story of the condo versus that money breath. Those are the two, two sales worlds that make to make this very easy today um, to think about because they're very different perspectives. And, you know, mm. I, I get into the science behind this, but yeah, people, they know and they sense everything that you're feeling too. So it, it's like, it's like translating to them. Again, it's the stories that you're telling yourself. And, and so that clarity of self is really important. Yes. And if you're telling yourself the stories of desperation or I need to make the sale or yep. I'm not sure if my offer is good enough or I'm not sure if I'm helping enough people or there's so many or selling that, sucks. You keep saying selling that. Sucks you're gonna or marketing sucks. Yep. You're gonna selling struggle. sucks, marketing sucks. Or here's one that we see all the time. And if this is you, I want you to be bold and I want you to put your hand up in the chat. You see, you see sucky marketing all the time and you're like, oh, I don't want to be on this list. I don't want to be, yes. I don't want to see this ad. I don't want to be on this ad. If yeah. that is you, I want you to, to turn that back on you and say, why are you seeing that? Is that how you feel about your offer? Because I can guarantee you, if you believe with like no shot of a doubt that your offer is helping people and that your business is helping people and you will love to sell because that means you're helping more people and that means that you're changing their life. Yeah. And if you are someone that sees marketing all the time as slimy and skeezy, yes, are there the slimy gurus out there? Are there the slimy people out there? Of Always. course. Are there the slimy used car salesmen online? Of course. There's, uh, they're out there. But if that's all that you're seeing, then I want you to take a back, step back and look at yourself and look at your money mindset. Look at your sales mindset and change it up. Change that up. Because guess what? You're going to start to attract um, the things in like the more authentic, you're gonna start to, to see that, you know, selling really is helping. And we're gonna say this over and over again, because it's something that we all need to hear. It's, it's important really to tee important. up the series this week, too. That's why yes. we got this first. Um, we want to create like a little bit of like a stepping stone mindset. And I think we'll wrap up here, Amy. And my final statement is going to be, you know, this is really about how sales becomes authentic, right? <laughs> And getting new customers, buyers, clients, whatever you want to call them, is not about being a great marketer or salesperson. It's really about loving what you do and truly wanting to share that transformation with someone. You want to help someone. You want to do something good. Like when you approach it from these perspectives because you're excited and you love it, um, it just works out way better. <laughs> That's great. That's a really great tip to, le to leave this mid-year boost on. So your first boost is like, it's about loving what you do and doing more of what you do. Let's take our marketing hat off the street. Right now, yeah. but it, it, it's, I hope that the condo story that we did here does ex, ex demonstrate that well, okay? Amy, what are we gonna leave them today? I mean, they want to basically, let's give them some clarity. Let's give them like some things that mm -hmm. they can focus on for their own business that we know will be helpful. And I think maybe that's the, uh, 
the, the impact business blueprint would be. Yeah, we'll leave a thing where you can download the impact business blueprint. It's free. We'll leave in the comments. Of course, we want you to join us. Four more days left of this mid-year boost um, sales and marketing series. So bring your questions. We're going to be talking about sales. We're going to be talking about more about marketing. We're talking about finding those the right clients. Um, All that good stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, about we got, we got, what's that? Sales funnels. We're going to be talking about sales funnels. That's going to be fun. Oh yeah! Tomorrow, 12 p.m. EST. We will be back. Thanks for tuning into the Change Creator Podcast. Visit us at changecreator.com forward slash go big to get access to free downloads and other great resources that will drive your business forward.